Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we dive into today's episode, did you know that the Fearless You monthly coaching program has finally launched? So if you're looking to dream big, live with more intention and take things to the next level, all with the support of me and a fantastic community, make sure to check out dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash fearless you. I genuinely cannot wait to work with you inside this super affordable membership group. And until then, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome, my friends, to this episode. So this one is for all of the mums out there who have kids who might be a little bit messy. And I'm going to be offering you 12 tips to help your kids clean their messy rooms. And obviously, this has come from personal experience. So I'm going to be sharing with you things that worked for me. So are you generally feeling sick and tired of the kids being messy or keeping their rooms really messy? So I'm going to give you some tips that are going to help you help them clean their room without a fuss or without any screaming. So I have to admit that this is actually one of my biggest pet peeves as a parent. Like that's one of the things that I've struggled with the most is facing a messy bedroom because I wasn't a messy teen or a kid. So it's not like I can commiserate. I was really neat. So when it comes to messiness, I I have like a really low tolerance for it. And that's why it used to have a tendency to drive me crazy if I let it. Okay. Because I know that that those are coming from my thoughts that I'm having the expectation that the room should be neat. But I'm going to share with you all the different ways that I've actually approached this situation and how I've come to a point where it doesn't actually bother me at all. So getting your kids to clean their rooms can actually be quite easy with the right approach. So obviously it's about making cleaning time fun by getting organized and talking to your kids in a way that engages them at their level. So it depends on whether you've got a little toddler versus a teenager, your approach is going to be different. But let me just share with you number one. I'm going to start with number one. The first thing that actually worked for me is developing realistic expectations. So understanding that children view their room as a space that they can control. This is especially true for preteens and teenagers who often seek privacy. Now, obviously, this is a fine line where you've got to work out where do, how do you want to go with this? Are you going to give them total privacy where you never step foot into their room? Are you going to have set an expectation where the room needs to be a little bit neat? Sure, you absolutely need to guard against any health hazards. Like if your kids have dust allergies, you want to make sure that the room is clean. On the other hand, you might choose that it's more important to value your child's privacy and your family life over keeping every surface pristine. So this is where I share with you that I reached a happy compromise, like something in between this, not not giving my kids total privacy where they could do whatever they wanted in their room and leave like food there. Like it was like that was a non-negotiable thing for me. But obviously it is their room. So it's about giving them the freedom to feel like their room is their own, like safe haven. So for me, I've only got two rules now. The bed just needs to be made. Now we all know that a bed takes one minute to make and there can't be crap on the floor. And I'm going to share with you how I actually solved that issue. But I did have to accept that sometimes someone who is messy as a kid can still grow up to have a respect for organization and neatness. And I did this myself, but sometimes parents hold on to like one thing and we make it mean so much more. So if you have a child that's messy, you think that they're like destined for a life of like living in school or that they're going to end up on one of those hoarder anonymous shows or whatever. But but obviously that isn't true. There's not one thing that's happening right now in your child's teenage years or child years that's going to determine their future because they all have the ability to change. 
and we don't have to make that mean something that it actually doesn't mean. And maybe they need to experience a little bit of messiness and get frustrated on their own accord in order to gain more respect for neatness. A lot of kids need to learn these lessons on their own, not because you're forcing them to do it. And don't worry, most kids who throw their clothes on the floor still grow up to be responsible adults. I mean, look at the way that you might have been when you were a kid. I was like really shy. There was no way that I could have told you at that point or that if you tell my parents, in the future, this girl's going to have a podcast you know, show where she talks and talks and talks and talks. They would have said you were crazy. And it's the same thing. There's not one thing indicating from your child's current present reality that's going to determine their future. And now for tip for strategy number two, it's actually setting a good example. So this is where I always think that that worked in my favor because I like to be a neat freak and kids always pay more attention to what you do than what you say. So if you're someone that's a little bit messy, maybe it's time to give your kids a little bit more grace when it comes to their own messiness. But if you put your clothes away, then we're obviously more likely to follow your lead. And if you always make your bed, they have a better chance of doing the same. Obviously, it took my kids a little bit of time before like that lesson got drummed in. But eventually it might. So just by taking care of your own belongings and creating an orderly environment, just a neat little space, and you tell them like tidy space equals tidy mind, you send that message that these are really good habits to instill. Now for the third tip in order to get your kids to be neater and less messy, definitely ban food in the bedroom. So this for me was one of my non-negotiable rules that I just set in place and it instantly kept their room a little bit neater, except for water. That's what they could have a water bottle. But other than that, they had to keep their food out of the bedroom and it just kept so much messy stuff from ever happening. Like you can't spill food if you don't have food in your bedroom. So eating in the kitchen and dining room also encourages more family time and less excessive snacking. So simple rule to keep your room, the kid's room a little bit neater. And now for tip number four, clearing away clutter. So if your child has way too many things in their bedroom, then it's obviously going to be trickier for them to keep track and make everything look really neat. And it is difficult to clean if you've got too many possessions. So make it a tradition to just regularly get rid of any unused and worn out items. Let the kids pick the charity for where their old toys will go. Like if they're literally not playing with their toys anymore, the toys can go. Toys are like a big thing that makes rooms look messy, if especially if they're not playing in it definitely get rid of old clothes that they no longer can fit or wear. You can donate them. You can have a garage sale. You might even want to share the profits with your kids. Give them a box and just encourage them to fill it with the things that they're holding onto, but they no longer need. Because there's no point in having something in your room if you're not using it or you don't value it or you don't love or care for it anymore. And now for the fifth tip in order to fix up a messy kid's room and get it to be neat, it's to invest in storage solutions. So you need to make it super easy for kids to keep everything in their proper place. It's almost like having a system set up and you'll spend a lot less time straightening things up or they will when they know where it needs to go. Like if they put frequently used items on a lower bookshelf perhaps or a hook where they can hang things up or they can do it themselves and you might want to get larger storage bins for larger items and small bins to keep like multiple parts organized. Even their drawers, you can like fill it with those little desk organizers. I recommend making sure that everything has a place in the room so every so they know where to put things back. They've got to put it back to the particular place when they're done. And for me, I mentioned the fact that I had an issue with my door, like she'd leave things on the ground. So to solve this problem, because it's all about providing a solution, I bought these two little crap boxes, I call them, and that's where all the crap stuff goes into. Obviously, we want to have it go into a proper place, but in the meantime, that is where it goes. I just don't want anything to be left on the ground. And another thing I should say is that providing a solution with the clothes, I actually gave her a hamper to put into her room, and that's where the dirty things have to go. 
So it's all about providing your children with solutions. So if they're like leave things lying around, it's because actually you don't know where it belongs. You got to have a conversation. Where do they want it to go? And everything has to have its place. And that brings me to tip number six, which is teaching your kids how to clean. So some kids are messy because they actually don't even know how to clean. Like maybe even if you are a neat freak, like if you're someone who's super organized, you might not actually have taken the time to teach those skills to your kids. So are you even sure whether your kid knows how to properly clean their room and keep it tidy? Like if you've always done it for them when they were a kid, they might genuinely like sincerely not have those skills yet in order to keep their bedroom in order. So kids will be less resistant to cleaning if they feel confident about doing a few basic tasks and praise them like for helping your desk or making their beds. Like they'll learn by observing, imitating and practicing. Definitely they need to have a practice and you might actually would just want to have a conversation with them about that. Which brings me to tip number seven, which is breaking the cleaning sessions down into manageable chunks. So kids have super limited attention spans. So I don't think any kid wants to spend their whole Saturday clean their room, then cleaning their room. It's like that's probably their worst nightmare. And the cool thing is you don't actually have to clean for that long time, like unless you've like neglected it for a few weeks. If you just do 10 to 15 minutes a day, I promise you that's more than enough time to keep on top of everything. And those small little sessions are going to get you better results than those marathon sessions where you've let in there's so much emotion with those ones. You're overwhelmed, you're stressed, like you're annoyed. Every day, a little bit is going to keep you on track. And so tip number eight, doing some regular maintenance. So I always say that it's easy to keep a neat room tidy, obviously. And so this is where it comes back to like we spoke about doing things in small, manageable chunks. Well, you need to do those things regularly. So I start the day by making my bed straight away. And when I go to bed at night, I make sure that I either put my clothes away or throw them into the hamper. I also love the idea of just really coming up with your own morning or evening routine. So in the evenings, I always walk around the house and I do the quickest cleanup. But it's just fluffing up cushions, folding blankets, doing putting things away. So simple, but it's about doing things consistently. And so let's look at number nine. Tip number nine is inviting your child's input. So if you have a teenager, I definitely recommend that you start here because what your ideas of a neat room might be completely different from theirs. Like I remember asking my teenage daughter to clean a room. She's like, it really is clean now. And I'm like, are you crazy? There's no way that's clean. But have you ever thought about asking your child what their strategies are to keeping their room clean? Like what is their plan? Like what's their idea of a neat room? I think it's really important to give the ownership back to them so that they will learn to value their own surroundings by understanding it is their room, but it's up to them to take care of it. Obviously, they can decorate in whatever way they want. If it makes them happy, they can also help to, you know, shop for those storage solutions that we spoke about. They might want to choose wall art. But when you have a room that you love, it encourages that desire to keep it clean because you love it. You want to protect your private space in your safe haven. And now for tip number 10, which is working together. So those tasks, like cleaning tasks, can actually be a time for you and your kid to work together, like to join each other's company and conversations, especially when small children, like if you ask a small child to clean a room, they're probably going to be a little bit more reluctant to do so. But when they have you to give them some guidance, and that's the age that they need it, they need a little bit more help. See if you can turn it into something that's actually really fun, like you might want to play some music, dance around, but don't automatically assume that cleaning has to be a terrible task. For me, cleaning feels very therapeutic. I love doing it. It makes me feel better. And you can share that with your kids if you feel the same way. And as they get older, obviously you can back off from supervising. You don't have to like hover around them and be a helicopter mom. But just do a little bit bit of spot check. Like I like to check in twice a week to make sure everything's neat. And other than that, I have to trust that my daughter is doing the best to keep her room clean. As long as she's sticking to those rules though, remember making the bed, no crap on the floor and no food in her room. 
And now for tip number 11, developing educational games. So cleaning games are a great way to entertain and educate small kids. So you might want to drill them on vocabulary by naming household items and playing counting games as you roll up socks. Like I love this when they're little, when they're toddlers. Show them how it's done and make it a fun thing. Because if they are learning that it's fun, that cleaning's fun when they're little, it's so much easier for them to stay infused about keeping their personal space really neat as they get older. So just to summarize all of these tips, I want you to know that it's really important to encourage positive praise and rewards to reinforce good behavior. Like when your kids do something great, like when your daughter does make the bed, acknowledge it, like take notice of the things that they're doing well. But it's also important to note that at some point, kids are going to be messy. Not all teens, but most kids are like they're going to have messy rooms from time to time. So it is normal. So when I tell you it is normal for a kid to have a messy route at a point in time, try not to freak out. Just set some reasonable standards and communicate them effectively just to make sure that cleaning is efficient and fun in your house. So for me, setting some basic ground rules is important and yours might be completely different. So just do whatever works for you. And if you're not someone that fusses about messy rooms because maybe you had messy room when you were growing up and you don't care, You don't have to worry about it. It doesn't have to be something that you fuss about because as you probably will discover over time, you'll eventually learn those skills. Now, I know that it requires some patience sometimes if your kid is really messy and like they don't want to let go of that messiness, but eventually you're going to get there in the end and you can do so in a kinder fashion with less shouting, less threatening, less punishing. It's going to reward you with a better relationship with your kids when you're being respectful of their space. And I know that you might want to have it look a particular way, but sometimes they need some time to get there. And sometimes what you see as a really neat room is going to be different from their idea. And are you willing to show them a little bit of love and grace while they're on this journey to like becoming more organized? Because these are skills and habits that we develop over time. And some people need a little bit longer than others. And that is totally okay. So in the end, just show your children some grace and compassion. How do you want to show up when their rooms are messy? Do you want to be like a total crazy person who's losing it because their rooms are messy? Or are you going to try to approach it from like take the emotion out of it Be really reasonable. See how you can help them learn those skills and by setting a good example and by obviously loving them no matter what, whether their rooms are messy or not. You're going to love them. You're going to show them that unconditional love because that's what being a great parent is about, is about showing up in a way that nurtures your kids and eventually they will get there, I promise you. So as always, thank you so much for being with me here. I love and appreciate you all and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.